I'm Reen Schwarzer, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. Microphones, activate! Hello, and over to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick. Joining me, as always, is Taylor. Taylor, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> I am also tired, and I don't have a weekend, so... I'm going to be tired forever. Ain't that great. Forever tired. Forever tired. Doesn't help that I got sick last week and now I'm just forever tired. Did you get the COVIDs? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Probably. Everyone else at work got it. So that's, that's take. It seems it, it, to be going around. Let's, let, Omicron. let's just say that I got it because everyone else got it and I don't get sick often. So I randomly got sick. So I got it. And I was tired. That's how I was sick. Tired and sore. And then afterwards, I was just tired all the time. I would get tired really easily. And that is why we didn't do a podcast last week. Because I was tired and didn't want to do anything. And then Taylor was like, oh, I'm busy. I got to make all my YouTube videos all in one day. It's like, okay, guess we're not going to do a podcast. That That episode that you were working on actually didn't come out yet. Uh no, the one the thumbnails that yeah I yeah. I was it, so so you worked on three once, videos no well kind of so yeah so one came out one uh was supposed to be a sponsor video but I just couldn't finish it in time so I don't think it's happening I messaged the 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 person I yep. was like hey so here's the ad read for your approval and it's been like two days and they haven't gotten back to me I'm like okay I guess I guess that's not happening so that's, but, to well, me that's okay. Kid to me because I don't have to rush to finish a video and I can take my time. Now you're like, well, okay, I'm well, oh well. <laughs> All that work is wasted now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did stay up really late to finish the ad read thing, but then all for nothing. But that's okay. It happens. It happens. It's fine. It happens to the best of us. Okay, okay. Um, a lot of like. Not a lot of, but a huge game industry changing news happened. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck, dude? What the heck? So let's, uh, even though it has nothing to really do with uh, JRPGs, Microsoft plans to buy Activision Blizzard. Mm. What, what, what are your thoughts on that, Taylor? I, I don't like what the game that Microsoft is playing with, like, Oh, okay, we're losing. Well, fine, we'll just buy this, and we'll buy this, and we'll just win by default. And it's like, okay, we get that you want everybody to get on Game Pass and all this stuff. Yeah, they're starting to, I, I think, if they keep doing this. I mean, I don't know. That's the biggest publisher right now. I mean, literally, that was the biggest publisher. They bought the biggest publisher. So it's. I was about to say if they do it again, but I'm like, who else would they? you know if they bought uh, some if they bought someone like capcom or square enix yeah. then you're like okay it is time to break this company up <laughs> it is ridiculous yeah and it's funny that you say it doesn't really matter because like you know i saw that and i'm like when was the last activision game i bought like the tony hawk and the <clears throat> crash bandicoot collection and that sucks that we might those might be exclusive going forward but it's like that's okay. Like, 
to me, I don't want to lose anything from Square Enix, anything from Capcom, anything from Sega slash Atlas. And, and by losing, those are all... by losing, you mean not being able to play it on PlayStation? That's what yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because and, I don't own an Xbox console. I have no, I don't actually have really any problem with Xbox, but they just their exclusives don't appeal to me and they never have Japanese games. So to me, that's just two strikes you're out. <laughs> um, so with Sony, it's like, OK, we'll just keep starting studios from the ground up. We'll put out really high quality exclusives. We'll keep having all the Japanese game, big Japanese games be exclusive, you know, Persona is a de facto exclusive Final Fantasy. They're just buying exclusive rights, Street Fighter. Um, yeah. Well, we so. don't know. We don't know what Street Fighter 6 is going to do, but... True. We'll 5 see. was, though. We'll see. Yeah, 5 was. Um, well... What are your thoughts? Well, I, I, I'm, uh, I mainly game on PC now, so I don't really, it doesn't really affect me at all. But yeah. it's kind of annoying because it's like... I had the exact same thoughts. It's like, stop buying your way into relevancy. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. I, I could totally see you just doing like, hey, we'll pay for some partnerships. Like, so make some games for us. Do that. I make some, I do some second party, get some second party teams, you know, like they'd like, uh, or third, like do third party exclusives. Don't yeah. just say this is all mine. You could only have it on PC and Xbox now. But then again, yeah. Activision was kind of falling apart. Yeah. So they're like, I think now it's time to take that away. Time to well, I bet you all the the stakeholders and Bobby Kotick and all the people that are like in a bad situation, like, great, we get a huge buyout, and then in the year, peace out, we're gone, we're done. So I'm sure for them, this is a great way to just wipe their hands of the situation. Yeah. But. We'll see what Microsoft does. Maybe, maybe, maybe Microsoft acts like good guy Microsoft and says, hey, we own this company, but it's still these games are going to be out on PlayStation. We'll see. I mean, they so they Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox or whatever, or Microsoft Gaming or whatever it's called now, he did say today that they called Sony and they said, one, they will continue their contractual obligations, whatever that, those are. And Call of Duty will not be an exclusive. Again, not, it doesn't really matter to us, but because um, that is like the biggest franchise. Like that's the best-selling game on PlayStation every year. So can, um, can you imagine Microsoft? Oh, we're buying Epic now. Like, stop. Yeah, stop. I, I, you know, <laughs> Epic is like one of those companies that's so big that I don't even think they would there'd be no reason for them to do it because they're almost their own platform at no, be like now, them trying to buy steam because they have the epic game store and stuff you yeah, know now yeah so they sad thing is epic has epic has fortnite which is making them tons of moolah and so yeah. they could dedicate that moolah for fortnite and the, building up the epic game store and i know a lot of people are like epic game store uh, it's actually very popular now and it's actually making them money so Steam now has a competitor, and I think that's what Epic's going to focus on. Even though they should make a new Unreal Tournament, but you know, I'm never going to get that ever again. It's yeah, like it's like waiting for all half, the money. It's like waiting for Half Life Three. It's just never going to happen. Sadly, yeah. I'm sad. Yeah, no, I hear you. But Taylor, you are actually wrong about 
uh, Sony getting all the big exclusive JRPG stuff. It looks like Microsoft is going to start trying to bring those Japanese developers over. Oh, what makes yeah. you say that? Because they they're starting, you know, they're starting to uh, reveal, or they've been starting to reveal big J- J- JRPG stuff or big Japanese games on their on their conferences. Of course, Sony's not going. Sony is not going to let them have Persona. Not going to let them have. Uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. But other stuff is going over there. You know what? I would be really interested in seeing. So you're right. They did reveal a lot of these uh, JRPGs like Scarlet Nexus and Tales of Arise at the Microsoft conference. I wonder if it's they, those games sold better on PlayStation. I genuinely don't know. I, I'm just, I'm I bet curious. you they. I bet you they did. I bet you they did. I know Scarlet Nexus was on Game Pass. Um, so that's another reason why they're doing this all by all these companies. Because oh, that's try- the only reason they're they're, doing they're, it, they're yeah. trying to make their Game Pass thing like huge. And I don't know how. Like I, I don't know how Game Pass is even profitable for developers. I just don't get it. I don't either. I don't know how it's profitable for Microsoft. They've got to be losing money hand over fist to get games on that thing and you know to have their first party games release on that thing i i don't get it you know because like they just dropped 68 billion to buy activision blizzard and now like that's gonna take them decades to i mean they're probably gonna make their money back pretty quickly but like if the if the end game is game pass it's gonna take forever for that thing to break even so and there's rumors that sony is doing their own thing it's called project spartacus um, and, uh, recently UK retailers, um, were asked to pull PlayStation now cards. So people are starting to, there's rumblings that they're going to reveal whatever the competitor game pass, they're going to reveal it soon, but who knows? How are they going to, how are they going to compete? There's no way for them to compete unless, oh they, yeah, no, they can't for yeah. sure. Unless they get third party developers on there. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be all PlayStation exclusives. And maybe, you know, if Sony was smart, they would start, you know, bringing out their classic games, their PS1 and PS2 and PS3 games. It's money on the table. I mean, I don't know why they aren't doing it. And the ultimate irony in that statement is that Crash Bandicoot, once a PlayStation exclusive, is now owned by Xbox, which is hilarious. Okay, I'm... Oh. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot was owned by Universal, and that's when, yeah. The and first, the first, the, fir- the, f- the first three, the first three Crash Bandicoots were Sony exclusive. Yep. But the only ones that matter. Well, there's some good ones out there. I heard four is good. It's just really hard. Yeah, I have it. It's, it's fun. It feels like a classic Crash Bandicoot game. Nice. But I'm not in the mood. I need. I I want to. I should. I should just, you know, settle down. You know, hunker down, saddle up, and play some old Crash Bandicoot games just for the fun of it. Mm. Instead of playing Seven Days to Die. I beat. I beat uh, Persona Four, and I was like, ah, I'm done for a while. And then I started just messing around with a bunch of Tales games. I saw that you were streaming Tales of Destiny or something. I mean, I mean, I've been playing Tales of Destiny, 
I messed around with Tales of Abyss. I messed around with Tales of Symphonia. I messed around with uh, just all these games that I own. And I was just playing around with them, just getting feels for them. Nice. Nice. But let's uh, move on to the actual topic of the day. Um, all right. Uh, what non-JRPG franchise would make a good JRPG? Um, yeah. I have a, I, I have a idea in mind. Um, but first, I want you to think of one, mm. if you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been trying to, because I, I knew this was gonna be the topic. I've been trying to think of one. And I don't necessarily have a great answer um, off the top of my head. Because, yeah, because, I mean, do you have one in mind or any? I do have one in mind, yeah. Um, okay. It's you a, go and I'll try to think as it you. Is, it is a big wish, never going to happen, uh, you know, I... Maybe it needs to be developed more in my head, but I could totally see, and this kind of genre never, never is made, a Silent Hill JRPG. Hmm. Interesting. Go on. Uh, just turn-based combat, or like, how would it work? Hmm. That's that's one. That's one thing I was thinking about. Would it follow the route of a um? Hmm. Maybe Final Fantasy VII remake or turn base, because Silent Hill is all about avoiding combat. Yeah, but you know you do run into it. So what would you do about that? That's a good question. Oh, I got a good one. Mm -hmm. Street Fighter. Because <laughs> all I'm thinking, the reason I'm, I say that is I'm trying to think of a, a game or a series that has like a good roster of characters that could be used as a party. I think Street Fighter would be perfect because they all have move sets. Um, yeah, I think that would be, and then obviously, and Bison and company would be the villains, and like Ryu and Ken, and you're recruiting people like Chun Li along the way. And okay, what kind of JRPG would it be? It'd be turn. You have to be turn based. Yeah, turn based. Gotta be strategy. See, I was thinking strategy, but we already have Project Cross Zone that has some Street Fighter characters. So I'm thinking just regular old turn-based like four i think four party members would be cool but then the roster is like big um considering how many street fighter characters there are now like, i mean that that catalog runs deep so what so would, i think what, street fighter would be great and the battle system is you uh, have to stun you want to stun your enemies and then you can get big big damage from your stunts so you do uh would you use or it like, combo somehow? Yeah, maybe like you, I don't yeah. know how you would you save up active time, active time battle stuff, ATV, and create combos with your characters. So you have create long combos, which then adds to their stun. Mm. Once they stun, you could do like a super move. Mm, I kind of like that idea. Or even or think maybe even do it. Um... Like how Xenogears had it, where you can like do like pick three moves or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, so, like, you start off doing like, okay, you could do a chain combo of three, right? So, you do like a punch and then a special into another punch, all right? And then 
once you level up, like you, when doing that, you gain EX meter, and you could do EX moves to power them up. And then, Ooh. yeah, and then if you save up your EX meter, you get to get like a, you could do like an ultimate move. Kind of like the CP, the CP meter for uh, trails games. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, just do combos to break to. Yeah, just do combos to try to break enemies. I know there's some. I, I'm thinking that there's a game that does this already. And I'm trying to figure out how. Maybe it's the. What's what's the Robot Wars game? What are they called? Super Robot Wars, yeah. I think they do that. Huh. I mean, even Project Cross Zone does that. Um. I don't know if this is the same thing, but Octopath Traveler sort of has that. Like, if you hit the weakness enough times, it, like, breaks their shield and they're, like, more vulnerable or something. Yeah. I mean, um, I, that's what I was thinking of, but I was trying to make it into a more Street Fighter. Street Fighter savvy, because, you know, if you, do an, if you do enough combo damage, or if you do enough damage in a row, you, you stun them, and they get stunned, and they can't do anything, so. I could see that. Hmm. I like your idea, Taylor. Yep, I think I think because obviously, like, what makes a good JRPG like a good world, good set of characters, good music. Obviously, Street Fighter's got some good music. See, um, I'm for, like for the Silent Hill JRPG. I'm thinking about atmosphere, and I'm think I'm just thinking about the atmosphere that Final Fantasy VII had back in the day. Like, you know what you saw when you walked around in the world. Like, I played. I, I recently tried out the PS One Final Fantasy VII. Oh boy, that is hard to go back to sometimes. Really? Yeah. It just—it's like I—I I don't mind it. It's just like whew, after seeing this and uh, the glory that is the remake. <laughs> it's different. It's yeah. definitely different. <laughs> it's really funny, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like very atmospheric, um, story heavy. Cause I want—I want like a story heavy psychological horror. JRPG, that'd be really cool, and you just, it's like a linear story. You could explore Silent Hill as in in your in your party, which is just gonna be random, like people that you find. Because there's characters that you find in Silent Hill, but there's not many. But it would be cool to you know have them in your party. Totally, yep. And you see the you see you see the monsters, so. If you have to fight the monsters, you fight them, and you maybe go into a battle screen. It's got a swirl. <laughs> I kind of want to. I I want to see a battle system that kind of merges the swirl and like the cinematic camera that spins around the character that makes it seem like it's all real time you know what i'm talking about so you go into a battle right mm. and you're in the open world and you touch the enemy and you go into battle and like this spins the camera spins around and goes into the battle mode but it also loads in the battle arena so it like changes the look as well but i want to make it kind of look seamless it's kind of hard to explain but mm. i mean tales of hysteria kind of did that no i know but it they had problems because it was it used the geometry of the world map so you could have battles mm. where 
there's like a I have had this happen in burst area actually, where the battle area was in the middle of like a cliff, and there's no jumping in tails in burst area, not 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 high enough. Yeah. And so my party was down here, and the enemies were right here, and we couldn't fight. Oops. <laughs> okay, I don't think you saw it. It was like up here, the enemies, and down here were my characters, and you couldn't fight, and I was stuck. I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to run away. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's why in Tales of Arise, they got rid of that, because they found out that it doesn't really work well. Hmm. Man, I yep. really, I really want that that uh, Street Fighter. <laughs> it would be I know cor- that. it would be corny as hell. I would, I would like it to be, you know, kind of corny. Would you want it to have be like a corny story as well, or would you want it to be serious? Because having it serious kind of is kind of weird with the Street Fighter characters. Yeah, I mean, I think Street Fighter is a pretty tongue in cheek franchise. Like, it's kind of goofy. So I think it'd have to be goofy a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I think it could be silly. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think there's such great potential, like, especially with equipment, like how many different costumes have there been for all these characters over the years? You can get different costumes. There's so many characters, so many stages. I mean, yeah, I think, I think Street Fighter's got a, a lot of potential. And a lot of people are going to be asking, what do you mean by GRBG? And I'm like, that's a topic for another episode. Mm-hmm. It's hard to... it's GRBG mm, means a lot of things to a lot of people. But I know that everyone has a very similar f- picture in their mind when they think of about a GRPG. Which is what, Taylor? What do you, what's that picture? When you think of a GRPG, what do you think of? Uh, like a Super Nintendo style 16-bit sprite turn-based game. That's what immediately comes to mind. Um, but everybody, it's so funny. I actually had a a comment on one of my videos recently, and they and they said turn-based is not JRPG. I'm like, what? People say like the opposite. Like, only JRPGs can only be turn-based. So it's people clearly have their own interpretations or whatever what does he mean what does that person mean i know i don't get it <laughs> i mean yeah tails isn't turn-based but it's still a jrpg like you're out of your mind if you don't think tails is a jrpg there's a <laughs> back in the day it was world map linear story mm-hmm. a group of characters and random battles. And you have to kill God. <laughs> and you usually have to kill a God. I was playing Persona 4 and I realized just how uh, simple the game is. Very simple. Because you just walk around. Like in your off days, which are a lot of off days, you walk around, talk to someone or eat a bowl of rice to gain or do a job and you just do that constantly and for some reason you just get a little mini dopamine hit and you just want to constantly do that and then you can mm-hmm. just do the dungeon in like an hour 
on your first day when you first get introduced to the dungeon. You just do it really quick and if you know how to play though, by the way. Some people yeah. uh, some people will have trouble, but it's like wow, this game actually has a very simple loop. But so but it's addicting because there's addictive. so many little things. Yeah. yeah. Like the social link stuff, it's so simple. I'm like, I'm playing, I'm like, I just want more. I want more interactions. But Yeah. It's fun. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Uh, any other that come to mind? Because Silent Hill was like the big one. I would love to see a, a survival horror JRPG. I mean, it could even be, I mean, Parasite Eve was kind of this at first. It was like a Resident Evil JRPG, but. Like yeah, it's see. like half and half. Yeah. Um, I know there's one of these sort of coming out this year, but I would love a Marvel strategy RPG. And I know that they're making one, but it's like yeah, I think there is card based or something weird. And so I'm like, nope, I'm out. I just want to straight up like everybody's got abilities, you know, grid grid based map. You know, even sprites would be like super sick. You know, um, sprites are always good. The thing is, sprites are usually timeless. Like if you play old games and they're sprite based, they usually like age a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So playing like the sprite based RPGs on PS one and then play a you know, Legend of Lagaya or Final Fantasy Seven, you're like, holy crap, this is aged the graphically, graphically, this is aged awful. But the game's yeah. still, the game's still fun. Yep. Graphically, Breath of Fire three and four, timeless. They're they look great now. Oh yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool, very cool. I was just thinking when you're th- talking about strategy. Um, have you ever played a strategy game that had a? It was a card based as well. Like your action, Kinda, your, your yeah. actions are based in the on, of your deck. Sort of. So there was a game that I reviewed, not last year. I think it was the year before. It wasn't Fate Tactics, it, was it? Yeah, it was Fate Tactics, and that has cards in it. Yeah, yeah, good call. Um, but yeah, that has like a a rotating card thing in it. I like that. I like I like that system. Um, I've played. Uh, <laughs> do you remember or ever heard of Metal Gear Acid? I have. I don't know anything about it though. I it's just a, know it has something to do with cards. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strategy, card based tactical game. That's fun. I enjoyed it a lot when I played it. Nice. It was addicting, and I was like, oh, I like the system. These build cards, like they create a system where you have different characters, and you cr- and the way you customize them is customizing their deck, and that would be mm. cool. I think that would be cool. Like every character has a different deck, and based off their job. Mm-hmm. Yep. Someone make it. I can't do it. Somebody can do it. Someone could do it. All righty then. All righty then. Let's do some questions, dude. All right, let's do it. Make it happen. Happen. All right, so Nova Chaser asks, has a game's presence on PC ever played a factor in whether you buy a physical copy? I'd personally love a shelf full of JRPG goodness, but I know some people don't have the space. 
Has its presence on PC ever made you want to buy a physical version? I guess I don't really understand the question. No, ever played a factor in whether you buy a physical copy? So no. would you want to buy? I mean, would you rather buy a PC version to have the you know the convenience of having it digitally, or would you go for a physical copy, just so you could have the physical copy? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not really a um, PC gamer, so <laughs> you're you know. all you're all physical. Uh, I'm not real. Well, you know, uh, except for the sound... Switch, except for the Switch, and, and that. But then. And this is going to sound whatever. But last year, I actually looked. I went on my PlayStation account. I didn't buy. I only bought one game last year because most of everything else that I played, I got review codes for, which are always digital. They never send physical co copies anymore. So, um, oh, but, you know, I, I bought a couple physical games recently. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth but pc for me pc has nothing to do with it yeah i've been buying a lot of pc games digitally right recently and that's because i don't have any room if i had my own place i would totally just uh have a room dedicated to all my games and everything have an office mm. and i'm not at that stage of my life right now so i have stopped buying physical uh mm. like I'd, i would love to have a physical copy of final Fantasy 7 remake and uh, Tales of... Oh, I already have Tales of Rides. There was one more game I, that just was on the top of my head and I forgot. And... Oh, Persona 4 Royal. Persona 5 Royal. Mm. I don't want that physically. Because I want to physically own the thing, you know? Because there's going to be a time where you're not going to be able to re-download your games that you own digitally. Hmm. And I know in the future you're going to be able to rip those games off the discs. So, the games I enjoy, I would like to uh, physically. I know a lot of people on Discord like them physically. Like, like even the downloadable indie games physically. They they talk about buying limited run games all the time. Mm -mm. Would you buy limited run games? Uh, I would. I just don't know. Most of the games I would want to buy have physical copies. Usually. Yeah, this is sort of a bad question for me because <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that I don't really have a good answer. But um, I have. Okay, I have. A, I'm gonna put you on the spot. All right. Okay. All right. So you have review codes, right? Yeah. Would you? If you really enjoyed the game, buy a physical copy. Just to support. That's a good That's a good question. Um, I think last year when I wasn't making as much money, I would probably have said no. I would. I would just have been happy to have the game. But this year, you know, our business is doing a little bit better. Um, you know, if the price was right, I would probably say yes. Like one game. I, I didn't get this as a review code. I actually bought it myself digitally, but I just want to own it physically anyway is Soccer Wars. I just think that cover art's gorgeous. Um, I really love that game. I really want to support it. So I would say, yeah, sure. Why not? Say yes to that. Yeah. Good, 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 good. But of course, you don't need to buy it right away. You know, find it. You find it on sale physically. You buy it yeah, on sale. Yeah, cheap. Yep. <laughs> cheap.
Uh, he also asks, has a game's present? Oh, wait, I already read that. Did I just do that twice? I did on accident. You did. How dare you? Oops. There's another one that I want to do. But uh, Broletariat asks, I just finished Atelier, 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 Rise Up, my first experience with the Atelier series. And it took me just about 30 hours until I finally got comfortable with all the systems in the game. What's the longest you stuck with the game before finally getting it? Ooh, that's a great question. I'll grab back real quick. Okay. Think while you're away. Okay, I'm back. No, that was quick. I was just grabbing my phone because I want to see what I... Which one I accidentally duplicated. Which question? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's ever a game where I, I at first I really didn't like it and then after a while I was like, oh, now I get it. Because usually right away I know if I'm not going to like it. And there have been games where I stuck it out anyway and I still hated it. So, uh, man, I'm trying to think. I know this is a J, this is JRPG, but, um, you know, this is kind of a funky answer. I would say Final Fantasy Tactics because... I I think you might remember this, but um, when I first got the game, when it first came out, I remember playing uh, the very first battle, and I didn't know you could add extra characters, and I was just trying to beat that first level with just Ramza and Delita. I'm like, this is impossible. This game is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then you know, I, I called a buddy, and he helped me figure that part out it's like just then just press r1 dude huh right (laughs) and even then you know i I don't think i beat it till much later um so i would say tactics and this is not really a jrpg it kind of is kind of isn't um i would say bloodborne uh i i you know i beat that when i bought it but on my second playthrough i got way more into it and i totally understood the mechanics and everything and i like appreciated it on like a whole new level so I would probably say Bloodborne and Final Fantasy Tactics. I was gonna like I totally I was gonna say Final Fantasy Tactics. Because I'm pretty sure we never we didn't even get the game when we beat it, right? We probably sucked so bad at that game, but we beat, I just we, stumbled our way through, through the game, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until we actually started you know we actually started learning how to actually do the stuff and break the damn game. But is that it or is that really fair, you know, bro? Is that really fair? Because we're kids and we won't get, we we usually don't get stuff and we stick with it. Because I think I could say we did that with every JRPG as kids. Not now. Yeah, probably. I think I still do it now too. Sometimes I just find a a way to play the game and never go delve deep into its you know extra stuff into its systems because I'm like mm. I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And then I realized, yeah. like, oh, you could do this? Man, I'm an idiot for not trying to do this. I, I feel like there's another game like that that you just said. Like, there's a mechanic that I wasn't utilizing to its full potential or something. Um, but so, I, I doesn't come to mind right now. Social links. Social links. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Confusing. <laughs> uh, okay, I find the question. I found the question. That I... The missing question. missing question. 
It is from Ned993. Are there any JRPGs slash games in general you outright skipped because of the characters, designs, or art direction? I don't know if we've already done this one. Ooh. Sounds familiar, but I'll just do it anyway. Yeah, I I do that all the time. Well, not all the time, but I've definitely done it. I, 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 graphics go a long way for me. Um, so, so here's especially one. Especially now. Especially now, yeah. Uh, so there is a game that's been recommended to me a lot, speaking of Final Fantasy Tactics. It's called Felseal Arbiter's Mark, and it's a strategy RPG, and apparently it's awesome, especially if you like JRPGs. I can't stand the art style. Is that the to one me, it's so Is that the ugly. one with the very Western-style art? Yep. Yeah. Yep, can't do it. Um, and in fact, you know, what's funny is I would almost go way on the opposite end. If a game has a great style art style, but I'm not having fun with it, I'm, I'm almost willing to give it more leeway because it looks nice. Um, so yeah, also, definitely fell seal is a big one. Also, if the game has an awesome intro and you can't speak its language or read its language, you would play it anyway. Oh yeah. What game was that that you did that with? You've done that multiple times, but it was that. Oh, oh X Troopers. Yeah. Yes, X Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that game was so simple in retrospect. It's just like a, a squad third person, squad based third person shooter with like an anime art style. Um, technically, it's a Lost Planet game, but. Um, yeah, Interest, <laughs> that was an interesting game. I remember way back in the day. Maybe this 2010, 2011, when the Vita was their first coming out, and you're like, man, I download, I, I imported this game. I don't, it's just, it's really interesting. It has a bunch of waifus. Something called like Senrin Kagura. I don't, I think, I think, I don't know if we're ever gonna get it in the West. <laughs> I'm like, and now look at it. We've never stopped. Yep. <laughs> was that because of a review, or did you just import that just because it had big booby chicks? I, that probably didn't hurt, but it definitely wasn't for a review. I think I, it came up somewhere and I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> because it was definitely an import. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely imported it. <clears throat> yeah, that was my heyday of importing. I remember I imported Nino Kuni, X Troopers, that. There, I think there might have been one or two more games, but... um we get everything now, like nothing. There are very few games that we never get. There's some small niche publisher that will eventually nab it up if there's, somebody doesn't grab it. There's no games that we ever get. Try being a Tales fan, Taylor. Oh my gosh. Well, they, they have said that like, um, you know, that we, that they would consider remasters and stuff, especially after how well Arise sold, so... Hopefully. Hopefully that means we'll get the Tales of Zestaria R, which is this, uh, you know, the, and at Tales of Zestaria, how it was supposed to be and not a rushed mess. And Tales, people are saying they, they want a Tales of the Abyss HD. I would rather have the, you know, the games the West didn't get localized. That would yeah, be awesome. No, no I, I agree. That would be better to prioritize that maybe sure. actually get a port of tales of fantasia that's actually you know worth playing and not a game boy advance port that's broken so sure um yeah 
Oh wait, go. What about you? Have you? Did you? I don't know if you gave an answer. I Games that I didn't give an answer. Um, have I? Well, not not really. Not JRPGs or anything that's re- that's really like on my radar. But whenever I see a game that's announced and it has that very bland color, uh, oh man, it's hard to explain what I'm talking about. It's every indie game that's always a person running out, running around a world or running to the right mm-hmm. has that bland color where it's just like a, a like it's 3D and it looks like it hasn't been uh... textured yet and it's just a bunch of colors. And I'm like, like uh, inside, like something like that. Inside, I'm just, uh, there's so many of them, but I call it. I the, think I know what you're talking like, about. Though. Like the limbo clones and stuff like that. Yeah, like, limbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yep. but it's just like it's. Oh my god. Okay, and think a blander looking Breath of the Wild. Those type of games. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, though. There's there's always indie titles, and they always had that stupid art style, and I'm like. <laughs> I hate this art style, and it instantly turns me off to the game. Even if the game looks interesting, it's just like, ugh. Take some time, hire some artists, do a better art style. I know it's cheap to do it that way, and you think you're all original, but everyone does it now. Stop. Stop it. Stop. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I wouldn't even mind if you did the stupid, you know, cartoony look of Fortnite. Like that fighting game, I've got Rumbleverse. They have that. Mm. They have that Fortnite look. That looks fun. That game looks actually fun, even though it has that cartoony look. But that's yeah. oh my god, that indie look that I hate so much. <laughs> Ugh, so gross. That's so funny. Uh, one another one I would say, and I and I got a you know a remake slash remaster, and it fixed this. But Xenoblade Chronicles, like every time I look at that game, I'm like, man, that is hideous on Xbox. Uh, on Xbox, on Wii, but now, but with the Switch remaster, it looks better, and I'm like, okay, I can actually tolerate this. <laughs> because of the resolution, everything all looked muddled. Well, not even that. The faces looked horrible. They fixed the faces. I'm trying to remember. Oh, dude, you don't remember the the bad looking faces? On... Well, it didn't. Re- the faces didn't really bother me. It was like a unique style that I was like, okay, it looks odd, but it's not bad. Did they act, oh, it was did bad. They, did they animate, like, make it more anime in the remake? Yeah, yeah, they made it look more like Xenoblade 2. Oh, okay, yeah, Xenoblade 2. I'm like, not X, right? Not the punched-in face. Yeah, that one looks bad, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ugly characters. Ugly characters. If the characters are extremely ugly, guys and gals, it's just, it's hard for me to play them. They have to be. They have to be appealing. The characters have to be appealing, and if the characters have Tumblr art proportions, then it's like no, done. Get out of here. Tumblr art proportions. And everyone knows what I mean when I say that. Yep. Okay. So uh, next question. Hookah Leconk asks, "Have you ever played a JRPG that had a story that was so complex that when you finish it, it felt like that most of the story went completely over your head?" For me, that was Xenogears. Hmm, interesting answer. I haven't beat Xenogears, so I don't, I don't have a 
good answer for that. I but. mean, that's what ta- that's what Connor used to always say. It's like, just play Xenogears. I know the story's going to go all over the place, and you're probably not going to get it, but play it. It's a great game. <laughs> um, I mean, two recent ones come to mind for me. One is Scarlet Nexus. By the end of the game, I'm like, I have no idea what this game is even about anymore, but the gameplay is fun. Are you going to say Tales of Arise next? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think it went completely. I don't think it went over my head. I think it was just like, okay, this game just jumped the shark. <laughs> I, I will say that Tales of Arise is less convoluted, but it does get into that bad habit of making up jargon. And I'm like, I just, just stop with the jargon. Just reel it back a little bit. Um, that's God. Bandai Namco, man, they, <laughs> they they're really bad with their made up jargon. The will of the planet. I'm not even talking about the will of the planet. I'm talking about like, like Alfin, and then there's the girl that oh, is God, like yeah, his God, protector, yeah, like all that stuff. It. I'm like, I can't, I can't even remember the words. <laughs> That's how bad it is. The maiden. Yeah, that kind of crap. I'm like, I don't even know. I think the reason why that I was like, oh, oh, because it kind of just they threw everything at you at once. They're like, here's yeah. this quadruple. Uh, quadruple barreled shotgun of a story <laughs> right in your face. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> and that's why everyone was kind of uh, freaking out over the ending of, or the last part of Tales of Arise. Yeah. But don't worry, guys. It's still a great game. It is. I'm not, yep. being, I'm not being facetious and I'm not being sarcastic. I actually say it's a great game. It's a good game. It's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> It's just when you reach that story part where you get shot in the face with all the stories. Exposition. Exposition. Yeah, I can't talk right now. Exposition. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I played Xenogears, maybe because I was an adult when I played it, it didn't really. And I played a bunch of Xenoblade games. The story didn't kind of go over my head. Mm. But Xenogears definitely does the Tales of the Rise where everything just like. They throw all the story at you on the second disc, which is why I called Tales of Arise the second part, the second disc of Xenogears, because the same thing happens. Gotcha. But it's the typical Xeno story, and I don't want to mm. ruin the typical Xeno story, and everyone would know what I mean by the typical Xeno story. It's interesting, though. It's fun. Mm. Oh, game. Cool. Did the story... Okay, think back. Without your knowledge, if you could do this, think back to as a child. Did the story (laughs) of Final Fantasy Tactics go over your head? Yeah, a little bit, for sure. Because I'm like... I knew they were trying to collect the stones and they were stopping the stone. There was a lot of, like, political stuff that was like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) You gotta collect the stones. The stones are evil, so we just gotta kill the stones. And now we're in an area underneath the church that's actually an airship graveyard and kill the stones. Okay, that's good. When it's like yep. way more deep than that. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean there's there's a lot more going on, but that's uh Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But other than that, I don't think any story has really gone over my head. I'm trying to think of others. Nope. Nope. Nothing Taylor. Nothing at all. Nothing. Mm, no. Alrighty then. So that's going to be the last question of the day. Um, yeah, Taylor, tell everyone where to find your awesome videos because uh, 
your growth is not stopping and you're making fun videos for everyone yeah it's it's slowing down it's not like exploding like it was but yeah no i mean you can find me at uh the gaming shelf on uh on youtube mm -hmm. yeah got it been a lot of lists so far just because end of last year beginning of this year there hasn't been any games to review but reviews will be coming uh, maybe in the next month or so but uh yeah so go check that out there's lots of cool stuff that i've put out in the last uh, couple of weeks mm -hmm. you just sh sharded out a bunch of stuff there's a after, oh after uh, a, being busy with work you just was bagosh. well yeah it was like i had i was on chris you know holiday break and, and i could ju i just had time to work on stuff so i was like all right i'm just gonna make videos all day what you want to <laughs> so... spend time you want to spend time with your family on christmas break what's wrong with you i know gosh. you're just on your laptop like oh. that's it just all day i didn't talk to anybody <laughs> all right so thank you for listening watching and thank you for everyone who actually subscribed we broke a hundred or a thousand subscribers woohoo yeah and it was awesome um but yeah we'll be back hopefully next week see ya bye